Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Miller, here today, back with you again to chat Secret Invasion Episode 4. I am not alone. With me today is my sidekick, the Batman to my Robin. I'm just kidding. I'm You're the Robin to my Batman. Wait, which one of us is the sidekick? I guess well, I've never wondered that. Mark I- Jones. I always envision that we're, it's not like, that's not our relationship. Like it, that's true. your, your friend Jardine, our friend Jardine would be your, would be your Robin or no wait, He wouldn't be Robin or he'd be a Robin. He wouldn't be Dick Grayson. He'd be like Tim Drake. Who's your Robin. I'm more of the bat family. So I probably have like three Robins. I have a Nightwing. you know, you know, who I am your wife is Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but going back to us, I envision us more of like, a. I'm a blue beetle or no, no, you're a blue beetle and yeah. I'm booster gold. Uh-huh. Like that's our relationship. Love that. We're a Wolverine or a Deadpool. Yeah. I'm probably Deadpool because I have a nastier mouth. Yeah. Um, versus you're just strong. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like Deadpool with like Spider-Man almost, you know, you want to be Spider-Man. Nah, maybe Deadpool, Deadpool, Captain America. I'm, I'm the goody two shoes. I think between the two of us, that's how that goes. Oh, okay. So you're, you're not, you're too good. To, yeah. And you're not daredevil. To like, no, no, like gosh, no, yeah, no, because you're not blind, but uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> Welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast. As I said at the beginning, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things sh- should be. We're glad you're here, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. We hope you check out our other episodes talking about Secret Invasion. Today, we're going to talk about episode four entitled Beloved, uh, directed by Ali Salim, written by Kyle Bradstreet, Brian Tucker, Jonathan Herbschbein. Um, Jamil Jackson, Ben Middleson, Kobe Smolders, Amelia Clark, Nisha Alaya, Don Cheadle, Kingsley, Ben Adir, and Charlene Woodard are in this, as well as Killing Scott. Uh, we are going to spoil this move, uh, this episode, excuse me, top to bottom, top, top to bottom. Back. So Spoiler. we want to make sure that you know we don't 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 listen until you have watched this episode. Thanks for the download. Pause it. Go watch it. Come on back. So this is your spoiler warning. This is... Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. <laughs> warning. And then we're going to rate some things. And we we use a specific rating system. You know, a lot of shows might do like 1 to 10. This is how we rate things. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity Snap. So, Mark, Secret Invasion Episode 4, it's been a show that we've both thoroughly enjoyed to date. Uh, Our average has stayed somewhere in the five to six range for all three episodes. Can you tell the audience today what your rating of Episode 4 was? Uh, gosh. It's, like, hard because I want to say six, realistically it's probably a 5.8 in my book okay it just i go back to like i i know it's the i know i've been an advocate against this thought but i wanted more it was too short of an episode for me i i I liked the long drawn out stuff and it just felt like like you said pre-show it's like on the edge of my seat the whole ride and i'm just like it's like a will they won't they type of situation so (sighs) this one is really really hard to rate because I think you're right. The other thing that this show, at least in episodes three and four, there are certain things that have been um, predictable. 
but for the most part, they've zigged when I thought they were going to zag. And I really appreciate that about this show. And I think the emotional stakes have been really high. I've, I've heard a lot of people give, give really strong feedback of the story with fury is good, but the spy espionage story has no flavor or fat to work with. And I thoroughly disagree with that. The stakes are evident and clear. They were, they were lined out in the first episode and this feels like a really great Tom Clancy book or film or whatever type of espionage stuff you consume. So I'm, but I'm with you though. I feel like there's still a little more they can do to really push this over the top to get it to a six. I'm going to stay at a 5.5. I really have enjoyed this show and I I'm still Mark. I'm telling you, I, this is one of my favorite MCU shows to date so far. I, I feel like all four episodes have been strong. All four episodes have had me going like, oh, my goodness, at the end of it or at some point in the episode. So I'm really pleased with it. And yeah, 5.5 for me, 5.8 for you. Let's dive into this episode. And, and so our listeners can uh, talk about this. Uh, listen to us talk about this more. So right out the gate, we talked about this last week, but Gaia recovers from her wound. One of the things we were talking about last week was oh, we, were, we were arguing could Daisy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., could she be playing the uh, scroll version of Daisy? That was an argument that some people were making. Uh, My personal theory that did come true that I'm I'm here to pat myself on the back about was that she had done some type of super scrolling to herself. We saw that. So Gaia did have extremists. What did you think of that? In my mind, I was like, that's crazy that they're bringing that back. But that's what I love about this this whole run that, you know, Daddy Feige is doing for us. Is like, oh, we don't forget. The only thing we forgot about is that giant, um, uh, what are they called? Celestial that's out of the ocean. Only thing we for, only thing we've forgotten about. But it's been referenced. It's it's. But like, not by a, my, a main player. It's been referenced in sure. background stuff. But I mean, that's a pretty big moment when an Eternal just approached Earth and took two a couple people off the planet. Yeah, I mean that too. But you know, whatever. <laughs> well, the, the people they took off planet weren't people. They were Eternals. Do you still think Eternals isn't a good movie? I think Eternals is a good movie. I've never said it wasn't. Okay, I think it is too. I think people really crap on it too much. I think that movie, and I've said it before, got better with a second watch. I'd agree with that. Um, we we get find out she's part of extremists, or she has extremists in her. Excuse me, and uh, she she lives. She reunites with her dad Talos, who reveals that he plans to ask the United States President Ritson to help the Scrolls after they successfully stop the Rebels. This disappoints her. Makes her frustrated, and she essentially well calls him know, crazy and 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 nuts. It's funny watching my beautiful wife Kelly when Talos gives her the plan. She's like, "My wife Kelly, my beautiful wife Kelly said it's like that's it, that's that's his plan." And she's like, "No wonder guy is walking away because it's kind of not good." So, do you think this is bad writing, or do you think this is a big setup? Oh, um. I can't say it's bad writing. I just have I have a feeling the writers on for this show is like everything's on purpose, just given the stakes. Um, but I think it, it's just showing that what I think it does show the scene is how kind of out of touched Talos is to like how, you know, stuff should be done because he's been out of the game as a leader, you know, from what we know for a few years. So, yeah, I I will say that this this whole show could go down in my ratings if scenes like this aren't yeah. explained, right? Like if, if I, I agree, I, I would agree with Kelly's um, idea. I, I didn't, I didn't buy that from him. And also when I watched this, did anybody else just, I mean, I guess Mark, I'm just, just you and I, but 
Did you get the uh, like understanding that this was like borrowing essentially the X-Men way of doing things of like how Charles Xavier's like, they'll love, love us if they see our hearts. And Gravik is kind of doing the Magneto thing where he's like, they're awful. They'll never love us. We need to eradicate them and we're superior to them. You know, I never put that together, but that's just, if that's, if that's true, if we find out in, you know, 20 years when they do the whole documentary of the writing of this stuff and they're like, yep, yeah, we pulled this from that. I'd be like, applause. That's, that's a good, that's a good, uh, like tip of the cap. If that's the reason why they did it. Cause that's to me what it feels like. And it's okay but that works to me better with X-Men because they stand for more of the racial reconciliation of their time. That's the reason they were written by Stanley and um, Kirby initially. But I, 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 I agree with Kelly. If, if that scene's not better explained, I'm like, you're just retreading a really, sure. really old arc and that's not creative. And essentially you're setting it up for what happens at the end here for her to be upset and for her to be vindictive after that. Yeah, It's an old way of thinking. And she knows that's not how it's going to work in modern society. So I think, I think I think it's just showing how in touch Gaia is probably with the world and how out of touch Talos is with the world. It wouldn't surprise me in two episodes if Gaia replaces Talos's role mm-hmm. with Fury. And then by the end of this arc of whatever's going on here with multiverse that, you know, somebody else takes over S.H.I.E.L.D. or sword and i just imagine this is gonna like i just i'm really in the in the boat where gravic doesn't die at the end i think gravic gets pushed off world yeah i agree i think gravic gravic would be a great villain in the future or to team up with other people like i just think he'd be great priscilla meets with Rhodes. it's revealed he's disguised as a scroll mark we called this for years years. we finally finally have this we feel vindicated feige has teased that he's been a scroll for a while and he likes the idea that people could go back and watch it so that is confirmation from my end that he's a scroll in endgame how far back do you think he's a scroll and how far do you think they're willing to take this well you know i've said on the podcast what would be great if we find out he's been a scroll since iron man 2 oh it'd be great and like and like i said like how terrence howard's like the original and like for some for some weird reason only like a few people like let's say like Rhodey's parents are dead, like he has no family. So like the only people that really remember what he looks like are like a few of like his buddies, and and I guess Tony Stark, which then leads me like Tony Stark's also a scroll or all his buddies turned in. Anyways, I don't know how that would be explained though, but um, yeah, that's I hope that like talking about being, you know, led down, shown, revealed when he became a scroll is going to be very important, I believe, because that's going to change how you watch these movies. If you know, like, oh, Rhodey's been a scroll since post-Civil War. Like, he gets, when he's, par- I'm sure that's probably where we're going to see it. He gets paralyzed. Scrolls see an opportunity to replace him. I think it was after Age of Ultron. You think earlier, okay. I think it was Age of Ultron. I think it was, or Iron Man 3. Iron? Iron Man 3 would have been a good time frame to do it as well with the Iron Patriot suit. But, but I see, like, that's why I go Civil War, because... That would have been a perfect opportunity where people wouldn't have been around him, so it would have been an easy transition. To- that too. But the reason I say that is... is but if they do that, Rhodey could be dead. Like our but Rhodey, Rhodey also is really, really, really in on the government in, in, in Civil War. Now, his character naturally would be that way, but I just feel like that would have been a great time for a scroll to try to divide things up mm-hmm. <laughs> and for him to go... Or if, or if, in this case, it's a female that's that's posing as him. Yeah. 
I think it dates back to that. I'm gonna. This is my crazy conspiracy theory. I think Sam Wilson is a scroll now. Why do you, Why do you think that, Max? Of the why? way Infinity War ended. Yeah. Um, and because I think it would be a great twist to put at the end of the next Captain America movie. Uh, I think you still have Bucky in the picture, and so that would give him the opportunity to pick up the the shield, and and or get Sam back in the picture in some capacity. I just I find it very suspicious that Rhodey, if he was a scroll in Infinity War, and this is where we got to figure out when he became it. And I again, I I think next episode we're gonna get that. I think episode five is where we find out where this happened. So to to piggyback off that conspiracy about Sam Wilson being a scroll. That potentially is how you get Steve Rogers back as Captain America. I, I just find it suspicious that in Infinity War, Rhodey was yelling for Sam. Yeah, it's a Valtonex. Like, I've never, I, like, why? That's just suspicious now. Versus, like, who should he have been calling for? Nobody. But I'm 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 just saying, why was Sam on his mind? Because he was with them. I know him and Sam were, were fighting together, and I know they were doing tons of stuff in that war, and that's the justification people will make. But what if... What if he was fearful that his brother died or his sister died? Or lover if they were partners, scrolls. Great point. Great point, right? Oh, this is just like like I said, when when this show was gonna become a thing, I told the group like this is conspiracy row of what possibilities could be. With all due respect to the roadie one, that's a layup. We desperately, desperately need what happened in the comics. We need Spider Woman. We need somebody really, really big to be this scroll. We desperately need a mainstay actor to do that. And I think Sam Wilson would be great to do. Um, I know a lot of people may feel that that would undercut the message of the, of the TV show. I agree. I agree. That's where I like, can't go with that because of that reasoning. Yep. And, so, and maybe, and, and you and I really liked that show. We, we, a lot of people dogged that show. We really, I would be it. both disappointed and ecstatic. If we find out Sam Wilson is a scroll. Sure. I think, I just would like to see one more major character do it. And I think Sam Wilson, that'd be a fun. So, twist, so, if twist. You, so here, hear me out. So if we're doing, um, if there's another character, would it be a, per, like a post civil war Avenger where it's someone new or a, still another. Crazy yeah. One? Maybe a female. I mean, I, the other, the other one that I go to that I really love is I love that everybody at Wakanda is a scroll. That it's just Shuri. I would enjoy that because that would be huge implications of like, how the heck did this happen? It was just like, how did this happen? What does this mean for the future of Wakanda? I've let my brother and Wakanda and my parents down again. Gentrification. You could totally make a whole story about that. Um, I just think there's sun, there, there's a ton of great stories. And potentially she starts for a third. She Black starts Panther. the Illuminati to keep tabs on the world. Exactly. I think there's just real mm-hmm. awesome storytelling that Ryan Coogler could take to a level that I can't. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Let's see. This, the Sam Wilson's just like, it's like, okay, if he was it, I just, I'm suspicious of that. Yeah, That's well, every, all. It's, it probably is. Pretty much too. anyone can still be a scroll. Like Nick Fury, we could find out sure. a scroll, but that'll be interesting. How well, they- th- that's the other, the other theory right now is that the Nick Fury on the planet is just a scroll that he just sent a scroll down that that's really his wife. His wife has been hiding a uh, Talos's wife. And that's why Fury had such a big reaction at the end of this episode. And that's why he shot Gravik. Yeah. Right. That what if Nick Fury's really dead? Ooh. He's been dead this whole time. That, and it's just a scroll posing. That at him. would be wild. Like we're saying the wife didn't die. Fury died. 
And that's why, and that's why the Fury that we know has been gone for five years, because and why he's been a step behind, and why he's been old, and all that stuff. Like, there's gonna be something like that these many, last two okay, episodes. I was gonna ask how many more episodes there are. So there it is. There's two. There's six. Um, Priscilla means. Oh, well, I love the scene. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten to there yet, but uh, where where Nick Fury comes into the into Rhodey's or I almost said the the, the scroll Rhodey's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the church. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked it. I I I very much enjoyed their dialogue from the 2012 scene, and then this one where I'm like, there's so much there's so much respect and love with each other that they're not going to kill each other, and they're just going to deal with the consequences and know that they can't be with each other for the next however long it takes. What I enjoyed, um, or what I thought was very, I don't know what's the right word for it but when she says something along the lines like would you like love me in my normal form and he like doesn't answer that question and just leaves like it just i was like oh he's he's such a tease like he's like i'm i'm not i'm not giving you that satisfaction because i want you to remember like you know basically saying like of course but without saying it because then you can still build on anyways we'll see what they get back together that'd be that'd be a neat thing i interpreted it the same way i thought the poem dialogue was great i I was moved by this, Mark. I really, yeah. really enjoyed this. And 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 maybe that's the reason why I, I'm okay with the story being so bleh. Yeah. Um, is because I feel like the character development for this character that I've known since Iron Man 1, to finally get these moments with him, I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth it. And you and I both think Secret Invasion is a prequel anyway. We think this story is not ending in two episodes. Let's be honest. Like, There's no way like, to this just is... let us know. Like this is where I'm. I won't be surprised if we find out one of these like the bad scrolls like starts like we were like oh no scrolls are kind of winning. They've decided to infiltrate a different area, and now we have to be suspicious who's a scroll going forward. Yeah, now everybody will do what you and I have done with Scroll Watch. Yeah, yeah which is fun. That'll be <laughs> great. Oh, Fury visits Fake Roads and shares a drink with him. This is where it's revealed that he's a female. <laughs> which is, that was interesting. I, I'm interested to see where that goes long-term. I don't know. Again, I don't know if we're going to get that answer the next two episodes. Wake, I hope awaken something inside me. That's the first, like, that gif of uh, the, the Dean. That's uh that made me think of that. Even his shadow. <laughs> Look at his shadow. Um, Fury visits him, shares this drink and puts a liquid track. I thought him that was, and, uh, and I like how he, you want to talk, you want to do yeah, I just way. love like he's like oh, nanotech <laughs> like you know 
And then it was. It was nanotech that he put in the drink. Yeah. It was brilliant. This is the scene where I'm like, is he going to kill Rhodey? Is that what we're going to see? Like, he's going to be like... Because there's so many opportunities. But clearly, Nick Fury has some agenda going on here. Because he could have just... Because at this point, Rhodey, the, the scroll Rhodey's got to probably think, like, oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that I'm a scroll. I think this was to double down and make it so scroll Rhodey knew that, okay, Nick Fury doesn't know who I am. I can still kind of talk to him on the side if I'd like. Yeah. But also, this was his way of saying, like, get away from me. Because the more you pull on this thread, the more likely you are to figure out it's me. And so here's my proof that you're the one that killed Maria Hill. Do you think Maria Hill's dead, Mark? We haven't seen a body yet. Kelly, I said this. I was like, I don't think Maria Hill's dead. And she's like, I don't think they would have given us that beautiful scene with Nick and and her mom if she wasn't really dead. And I'm thinking, mm, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I just, oh. I'm Like you said, like, yeah, we got the casket and all that. I don't know. I hope she's not dead. And that's like the big plays. Like she's been, I don't know. I don't know how they could do how that tie in. Maybe she's really dead. I don't know. Yeah. As the big play, just at the end of this episode, she's hooked up to one of those neuralizer things. And she's, she's now being somebody's being her yeah. now as a scroll, a scroll is, has taken her version of her form now and she'll be able to manipulate Avengers on the side. And in the name of Nick Fury, I don't know. They attract Ritson. Ritson catches the smell of alcohol on Rhodey's breath. I thought that was really interesting. And that was kind of his first um, suspicion. And then the, the scrolls attack as, as um, Russians Ritson and they mow down everybody. Um, And the British army shows up. Oh, we also get a little bit of the super scroll from Gravik. Yep. We see him use Groot's powers, which I was disappointed in that Mark. Pretty disappointed in that scene. Yeah. You, you hype this up in the trailer just to show me literally that's it. All I, it was just a taste. I don't know. I'm sure the we're super scroll thing. Him and I, I hope so. I, yeah, I hope so. This six episode arc is, is I will complain about that at the end of this, probably no matter what. Um, the aid of the British army help comes and Talos is trying to get Ritson out. He does eventually do that after getting shot. Yeah. Fury, uh, and one of the British soldiers impersonate is impersonated by Gravik. He stabs Talos Talos shoots Gravik in the face and Gravik heals immediately and Fury drives off with uh, Ritson in the car and he is now officially alone. Fury had enough time to get Gravik's, to get Talos's body and I'm a little upset that that didn't happen. Because Gravik was going away, so why did why did Fury drive off with the president? No. Because this is what's going to, this is I, what's going to come up because I don't think it's been said yet because it was in the trailer because Rhodey says you're the most wanted man in America. So they're going to pin something on him that he is the reason why the situation happened and that they're going to say that he kidnapped the president. Yes. He didn't have, t- uh, no, he did not have enough time to get, to grab. I think um, he did. Cause they were going they were They're fleeing too. So no, he did not. No, he did not. I did. I don't agree. So now they're going to, they're going to pin that Talos is the reason why they were attacking. I do agree with that. <laughs> And I do agree that 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 will be I'm interested to see what Fury does with Ritson. Like, is this whole process like, look, here's what's going on, Ritson. You're going to think I'm crazy because I'm this old man by myself. But, you know, I'm Nick Fury. You need I need you to help me right now. He'll say that and then Ritson will reveal that he's also a scroll. Oh, my word. And this was just a big plan. Yeah. The pin that Nick Fury is an enemy of the state. Oh, man. Wow. I love that. (laughs) 
Not gonna lie to you, I love yeah, that. Mark. Well, I'm just saying that that Ritson is a scroll. And know. then how does Nick Fury get out of this? It's like you really have no pull anymore if you're if you're wanted by the United States for kidnapping the president. Yeah, he he just ends up back in space. But that's why I'm saying, like, this is my other thought. It's like, well, however this pans out, and and the Marvels movie is post this. For what they've shown us in trailers, it's got to be, you know, something good, like a positive thing happens where he's like kind of back in where he's going. Or the Marvels movie happens before this. Or the scrolls win and they take over in sword as Nick Fury. And that too. And Gaia is the only one that knows it and now has to be on the run and try to convince people to help fight the scroll invasion. I, I'm just I'm just trying to spitball here. I don't know where this goes. Because then also like, how do you? Uh, so if a scroll thing's happening, how do you tell the? Because st- like the next Earth story would be the Captain America movie, right? Yeah, New World Order. So like, are we? Is that tying into scrolls? It's not New World. It's uh, what is it now? Brave. New I know. World. I, that was that was a, that was a shot at you. Yeah. I hate that they changed that. <sighs> I know. Well, did you like uh, the WWE reference that? The the what was it the what was the reference that that Rody made today? I made mean, an episode. He said like I DDT oh, yeah, them the or yeah, that's just a wrestling term. It's yeah, not yeah. a WWE term, but you know whatever. Oh, sorry, forgive me. Forgive me. It's clues to the character. This 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 uh, elusive scroll female that's taken yeah the shape of Rody. So yeah, all right. 5.5, I really like it, but I do concede to the people that talk about the greater story that this story could be meh. Um, but I love what they're doing with I love what they're doing in Fury, and I love that they're siloing him. I love it. I also find it interesting. This is a this is a great way to strip powers. I love I it. I want to know why they've decided not to do any end credit scenes so far, because it's like <sighs> I it's agree. like this is the type of show where you should have end credit scenes where it's just like, oh, here's the next mystery. Yes. But I agree. Or do you think that we'll we'll see? an Avenger show up like does does Miss Marvel show up not Miss Marvel um Captain Marvel show up at some point do we get Sam Wilson showing up like I just feel like someone Fury no like I and I know he said like I don't want to bring any of the main players but I just feel like someone's got to get involved at some point because I think Fury's gonna realize he's way out of his league when he's isolated or siloed like you said so yeah unless he truly has a plan up his sleeve I don't know, man. I don't know where this show is going at this point. And I don't know if like, I, I just don't know if like even Maria Hill's going to be the, the ace in the hole. Yeah. Or yeah. I just don't know. Or does blade show up all of a sudden it's scrolls and vampires are fighting. Damn. I forgot that they, they still got to do vampires. It's crazy dog. Does Morbius show up? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Leave me alone. I don't want who's to talk more, about who's, that. Who's leave more me likely to show up at the end of this? Jared Leto Morbius? Or Ralph Boner? <laughs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> Gosh, why was that show so bad? That show wasn't bad. It had one, Yes, it was. It had it was, one thing that made you mad, and it's really No, brilliant. the ending shouldn't have been that way. That was ridiculous to have that build up for that ending. It was a big swerve and maybe it'll be paid off at the end. Like I said, golly, no. Then they tried to follow up with Dr. Strange and like they tried to make her be empathetic and she wasn't, she's just a nightmare. I want them to release what the original plan was. Cause if, if y'all, if all the listeners right now, remember 
it was supposed to the first out of what was it? It was supposed to be the, the Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier show was the first one, right? And then it was Loki. Anyways, it was supposed to be WandaVision is shown, and then right after like that series is done, it was supposed to be the Doctor Strange movie. So if there's no COVID, no rewrites, what's the original story being told from WandaVision into the Doctor Strange 2? It would have been way better. You're right. Yeah. Because if I remember, it wasn't WandaVision not the original villain for that movie. Well, I mean, and they didn't even work with uh, Sam Raimi. Yeah. Like, I just, I think COVID really took the energy away from Marvel to make these shows as cohesive as they want. I think Bob Iger said, I, I put a quote in our group chat the other day of like, how consumers just aren't consuming it and that they regret doing the thing they've done with the MCU and Disney plus. And I politely just want to say like, it's not the quantity, Bob, it's never been about the quantity. It is the quality and the quality. And he kind of is blaming it as like, I want to make sure, hold on. I want to read this. Let's look, let me look it up real quick. Cause it's stuff. I get what you're saying. Cause it's stuff like where we hear like, Oh, the writers or directors of WandaVision didn't read any of the comic book stuff. That's my problem. It's like, well, why? Like, is it on purpose? Are they told not to? So it's like, if you're not reading the source material, Bob Iger admits so many Marvel Disney plus shows on Disney plus hurt the Marvel brand. They ended up making a number of television series and frankly, it diluted focus and attention. No, that didn't dilute focus and attention. Bob Iger is saying this, is saying this, is saying this because he's, um, conditioning us consumers that, oh, we're going to make less stuff because after this strike is done, we're going to be having less employees yes, and less writers. So we're not going to have the manpower anymore to produce all this stuff. And we're going to always blame it on the strike and not take the blame ourselves because we're not yes. willing to pay more money because we want more money. Preach. And it's all, it's all being seated right now so that they can always blame the strike for why we don't put out more content. And and my argument will always be one collaborate. What made the great what, what made the first move the first set of Marvel movies so good was James Gunn says this now. He's really candid. He's like I was talking with all these other directors all the time. Mm-hmm. We were in, all in the same building working on the same stuff. That's what Marvel's got to get back to. And they need to do that on the TV show level. And they didn't do that. Kevin Feige's approving this stuff. So I know I I'm blaming Kevin Feige. I'm with you on this, but I'm not I'm not here to listen to Bob Iger's baloney oh, when Bob Iger you've got stuff you've it. got a whole multiverse to use. Yeah. And and let's be frank, the idea of bringing like Deadpool and all these Fox people into this and this scroll stuff. This is really, really compelling stuff. But when you're putting it in four to six episodes, you're not fleshing certain things out that need to be fleshed out. And the story is just staying mid or your story is this big buildup just to do something that's been done a billion times over. I'm looking at you on division. No, don't blame the quantity. Blame the fact that you didn't land the plane and you didn't do that multiple times versus Loki was kind of a little dull in the middle of it. And then all of a sudden the end was like, oh, by the way, here's Jonathan Majors as Kang. Mm hmm. Like, that's what I want from these shows. I want somebody crazy to show up. That's what I want. You're right. And I think that's what did so... What's, I, I wouldn't say, like, the movies in the past before Endgame did this, but you're kind of like... I get what you're saying, where it's like, these shows should be like, here's a shocker, here's a new character. 100%. I will say this. What made the movie so good is they they kept... They were connected 
and moved us to the next movie or the next like saga in a sense. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where this one, it's just like, you know, I go to Moon Knight. It's like, well, nothing really connected to Moon Knight. No. And they're like, well, we want to keep it separate. I'm like, why? Yeah. Your shocking character is, is a brand new character that's never been made fine. But then, or Hawkeye, Hawkeye, the, the shocking, the, the thing that was positive about Hawkeye was that Yelena showed up. That is shocking. That's good. That mm-hmm. was a good thing to have happen. In She-Hulk, Wong showed up. Um, that's what made that show so good. It scroll, was really cool scroll, that Kate Scroll Wong showed up. Probably Scroll Wong, but Kevin showed up at the end of that. Right? That was a that was like a out of it left a, field. It was a nice twist. It was it was. I liked the twist. I did. I liked it. And I, you and you and I, I believe you you liked She-Hulk. Am I oh yeah, on that? yeah. We both yeah. we both you you that. me and Zane we were like again, and just for the clarity, like the target audience of people that are that are being said that don't like she-hulk zane and i are in that category of people i we loved it i i'm just more so making a point like i think captain american uh in the winter soldier did this i'm sorry falcon and the winter soldier they they did this kind of too with the dora milaje showing up i didn't expect them to show up i didn't expect them to show up at all and it makes sense why they showed up though too that's where it's like it connected back to the previous made complete sense yes and in this one i think the maria hill death did that for me mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think Maria Hill dying episode one was like, holy crap, they're throwing the gauntlet down. So when we got to Rhodey, that wasn't your big twist. It's so obvious it was Rhodey. Mm-hmm. It's just obvious. And it, it's okay. I'm okay with it being obvious. But now is the time, Marvel, to, if you don't do it at this two episodes, either do it in a post credit scene or in the next two years, one of these post credit scenes has to, has to, has to be somebody big on the Marvel team is a scroll, please. Another what if for you, who do you, who do you think is more likely to show up as a, like from one of these groups, someone from agents of shield or someone from the Thunderbolts? Probably somebody from Thunderbolts. I think it'd be really cool if somebody from Thunderbolts was that, that would be a more cool way to go. That, about it. that would be the tie on the push the story forward. Yeah. And it would, it would connect with kind of the same realm of Nick Fury, right? Like, there's a little more cross pollination with those characters than like, like it could be like all Thunderbolt the Guardians of the been, Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, like Ross has been watching you, so we're here to help out type of situation. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I I think this scroll thing could be really leveraged well with where Peter Quill's at too for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, I think I think it would get him back in the fight. Well, I think it would. I couldn't imagine someone like Peter Quill's like seeing all this crap going on in the world. He's like, I know these guys. I should probably go help them. I honestly, at this point, if they said, you know what, we're going to pause on this Kang stuff for five more years to find somebody else. And they just said, you know what, we're pivoting. We're going to go. We're going to go a secret invasion. Part one, part two movie. Well, I'm all in. Let's roll. Or like what's uh, or you go back into Galactus and you kind of like that story could be that's how you get the. Oh, what's the zone that you say the Fantastic Four? The, oh, the negative zone, yeah. So, like, they come back from the negative zone because they're being captive, but, like, they're helping out with Galactus, and you kind of end Galactus with Kang showing up and then reversing the timeline. Sure. Something like that. That's pretty broad strokes, but, like, we kind of, how you yeah. say you could pivot. I mean, you know, got got him right there. Got uh, Galactus right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think it's, it's ridiculous, so. Well, um, uh, Mark, thank you for coming on. Um, Always, always happy to be here with you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for being on today. And uh, uh, thank you, Infinity Bridge Universe, wherever you listen, however you listen. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. Who do you think is a scroll? Shoot us an email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. 
comment on one of our TikToks. Robbie's working his tail off over there. If you like Magic the Gathering content, I'd love to point you to our Magic Monthly episode that just released uh, recently where we talk about the One Ring. Robbie and Jared are putting a ton of content out, a ton, content out on that. See the, uh, the elusive uh, MTG card that Mark just got on our Discord channel as well. You'll want to check that out. And uh, all the links that you, you'd want, your little heart will desire in the link, the, the one link in the show notes. As always, I love you guys 3000. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.